1: Team on Vlogging Voice Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I'm joined as always by Paul Stewart. Hey, Paul, how's it going?
2: Pretty good, pretty good. Happy Saturday. What's happening?
1: What's happening is right. Things are happening. We are um, we are in the midst of all this D hop nonsense. Like, what is going on? Please explain it to those of us, my hand is raised, that um, have missed all of the hullabaloo in the last couple hours.
2: Yeah, so DeAndre Hopkins is now officially released by the Arizona Cardinals and no surprise, all the media outlets are saying, oh, should Dallas go for De- DeAndre Hopkins? Should they go for him? And uh, personally for me, I don't see the need for him, to be perfectly honest. Like, I think we're pretty stacked with the type of wide receivers we've got. And we've got a lot of good young guns. Like, we've got... Um, uh, let me just get the roster up here. You've got Jalen Moreno-Croper, who was a free agent. You've also got Devante Turpin, who's our special teams. Try and get him more involved in this West Coast offense. So I don't see the need to bring in Hop at all. I mean, the only reason we would bring him in is just for jersey sales and marketing, pretty
1: much, I think. I mean, I can think of a couple more reasons why you would.
0: Um,
1: I'm not saying they will. I just think... When that was such a, like, dire situation for you last year, and I do being dire, mm-hmm. when I say dire, like the wide receiver core was, like, one of your Decimated, biggest yeah. holes in your offense. Um, how are you going to kick someone like DeAndre Hopkins out of bed when, like, he's a just obvious, like, superstar? Now, I get it. Yeah. You're, you're talking about money here. You're talking about, you know, can these – can this core gel as a whole if you bring someone like him in there but like I'm not I'm not one that's gonna like say no if they yeah say-
2: like I'm not against it I'm not against it so yeah it's, but I'm thinking too much in the business side of things to be honest like if it all makes sense then cool whatever but I just don't see how he would actually fit in with the roster that we have right now as well because like, 'cause you've got Cooks there, you've got Lamb, you've got Gallup. But if one of those guys were to unfortunately and touch wood here, um if one of those guys do not get if one of those guys were, were to get injured, then obviously D Hop would actually have come in and play here. But but um because yeah, 'cause we've seen him in a couple of podcasts and stuff like that, and he's been asked the question what type of quarterbacks would you play with? He says, yeah, I would like to play with Lamar Jackson, like to play with such and such. And and he was asked the question, would you play with that press? And he kind of just kind of grunted a little bit and just kind of like brushed it off. And I was just like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. Well, was, it was yeah. kind of weird, though, because wasn't D-Hop in Texas a couple of months ago?
1: He's been working out in Dallas um I can't tell you, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, but I'm going to do it anyways and I won't tell you who I heard it from, but he has been working out with Dak. So they're friends. He wants to be in Dallas. He would have done a lot of things to do it. I think it's the flippy floppy, like nature of like the Jones family. When they talk about him, that maybe is why he's like, I'm not going to like come out and say it again, because I've already put myself out there like that. And I get that. The thing is, if you bring that man in, you you have a wealth of riches. You just have so much extra stuff that you could do. It would make sense. Will it make sense financially if that's where you have the problem? Um, I do. I know what he said. He said what? Um, Josh Allen, um, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Lamar Jackson, and, the, and Justin Herbert. Um, I know the Chiefs just gave a bunch of money to um, Donovan Smith, so that makes their kind of cap not really work. Um, yeah. To make that happen, I'm sure they could probably figure something out, but cuz like him and Patrick Mahomes would be fire flames, but um yeah, I the only one of those where I could see like them really making it work, I could see the Ravens and I could see the Chargers. Yeah,
2: myself. Chargers, yeah, I could see that happening as a possibility. Um I don't see it being the Ravens because they've just brought Beckham in. They've got Zay Flowers from the draft. So they've got absolute stud wide receivers in the court already. So I don't see why they need to spend more on another one.
1: I mean, if you're trying to make a push, you're, if you're looking, Hey, it's kind of what we talked about. And I'm not trying to make an argument for the Ravens. I'll kind of just say my piece and leave that one. But like a lot of people are saying like, oh, well, I don't know if um, OBJ is a one right now. Like I think he comes in as a solid two, but you can't mm-hmm. have a rookie be your one, right? Like that's kind of the, where you could see the process where they could bring in, you know, a veteran that is proven that is really good right now starts, is not, not even a concern um to help out Lamar Jackson. who you just gave a huge contract to yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and you know, who knows, Zay Flowers could come in there and easily just like kick, but OBJ could come in and totally be a one who knows. But like with that, so much uncertainty with that, like those two at that situation, I could see why they would want to. And if they have the money to do it, I know they just paid Lamar. I know they signed some contracts, but like you have a rookie that you're paying on that line. Like, so you still have a little money maybe to finagle with. Um, and I, I, I say this as someone who doesn't really know their financial situation, but I could see those, like, him fitting in well there is what I mean. Um, yeah.
2: I J- just want to kind of go back to what you were kind of mentioning about the the interviews and stuff like that and how the Joneses might pick up. Do you think that could be a bit of a reverse psychology from Hopkins not to get the attention from Dallas, like, in the media sense, to kind of brush it off? So, therefore, it, like, it doesn't hinder his chances playing for Dallas, if that makes sense?
1: Honestly, anything's possible at this point. I think the way that, like the Joneses really do seem to be playing a little bit of chestnut checkers um, in this off season. So them keeping stuff so close to the vest where we're like out here freaking out about like, oh, let's bring in, you know, X, Y, and Z. And they just come in with Stefan Gilmore. And you're like, oh, I didn't even like think that was the thing that you would want to do. Like they are keeping stuff a little close to the vest. So like if th- I'm sure they've explored – what it would take to get him. And I know a lot of the like the pushback on doing that was the fact that, like, what am I trading to get him here? Cause he was still locked into a contract with the Arizona. Yeah, no,
2: now, now that's not, now it's now, right. now it's free for all now. So, yeah, that there's no need to worry about that anymore. So,
1: that yeah. changes the situation a little bit. Granted, he's still going to warrant a decent contract. It's
2: kind of the same situation what happened with us we came to Lyle Collins. Right. Like, so we were trying to trade him away and we announced the type of thing but no one was willing to pick it up so we ended up becoming a free agent. Danny obviously got a team after it. Same yeah. scenario what happens to D-Hop right now. No one's willing yeah. to trade for him.
1: And if you're in this, if you're in your win now era, if you will, um, then I don't see why you wouldn't want to, you know, at least try. Because, Imagine you have C.D. Lamb, you have um, DeAndre Hopkins, you have uh, Brandon Cooks, and you have Michael Gallup, baby, all day. Yeah, we're we're talking that ball up all day. And Gallup's been practicing in the slot.
2: Yeah, I mean everything does seem like the stars are aligned. No pun intended, because we are the star. Like it's (laughs) like my my love, the idea of that. I'm fully support of, but from the business side of things, it's just big question marks. So I'm very 50-50 on it. I'm just kind of thinking all aspects with us. No,
1: I'm with (laughs) you 100% on that. I think if you have the money and you can make a run for it, try it. And if it doesn't work out, that's
2: Yeah, yeah, that's it.
1: I already know. Like, I don't care what he said on a podcast, and I don't care what look he gave. I know him and Jack are cool, and I know that he would love to be on the Cowboys. So I'm not worried about that.
2: There you go, folks. You heard it there.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not even like that. It didn't, didn't even make me a bad an eye. I was like, say whatever you want. Like we know.
2: Like the you, fact that Meg's saying, serious. Like, the, the fact, fact that Meg the fact that Meg is so serious about that she's using the hand motions to actually <laughs> al- make her. Argument yeah, you can't
1: here. see this, but my hands are going crazy.
3: <laughs> <gonna see> <laughs> Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. VAN29.com.
1: Yeah, I say if you can make it happen, make it happen. Because, like, why not have a well, wealth of riches on that line when that was such a decimated core for you last year? That would be pretty, pretty, uh, it would make a big splash if they did that.
2: Yeah, totally. Totally. Like, it it, definitely, sp- it, it def- definitely would send shockwaves across the NFL for sure.
1: Yeah we love to shock the world, you know? Um, that's like, that's just such a crazy thing that came out. Um, so I was obviously now that I'm hearing more and more about it as we speak, it's just kind of get, getting me going. I'm sure everyone on Twitter is going crazy.
2: Yeah. Twitter is nonstop right now about it. So, uh, but <laughs> I yeah. just
1: got a DM, or not a DM, a mention that was like, sign DHOP now. I was like, I don't even think I said anything about Hop. I think I just retweeted something and he's like I have someone in my mentions about it so (laughs) I know people are going going wild but um to bring it back down to earth things that are actually occurring right now um what is going on with Barney I feel like that was the one that stuck out the most to you and I haven't heard anything about it so tell me all about it
2: yeah so um on DallasCowboys.com, uh, let me just get the article up right now. Mr. Nick Harris, uh, DallasCowboys.com staff writer, is out, just did a report um, talking about the left guard candidates for this year. And he made the comments saying that the, the, the mass majority of the practices, Matt Fonniak was taking all the first team reps at left guard as he continues to take his process day by day. So, and and not only just that, Mickey Spagnola um actually made a comment. I think it was on uh, Mickey Shorts podcast the other day. There, like, right? and he's been talking high praise on Fournier recently. So, this could be one of those ones where it could be this could be our left guard for this year, and and Tyler Smith will play on left tackle. Like, it just big, it begs to leave the question: What do we do with Tyron? Like there is 100%. the,
1: but I think though you and I have both been sounding the alarm bells about like what is your plan for the line. It almost makes me wonder if they had a better line out on like how they thought he was going to do and like how um like his recovery process and if they're going to be able to fit him in and that kind of yeah. made them worry about it a lot less, which. It makes me worry about it a lot less, just, you know, ever so slightly. You're worried about, like, wh- how's he going to fit in? But, like, just having that back up there to me is like. Yeah. You
2: know, I think, wow. I think at this stage in time's career, even though, like, it doesn't matter if you put him that left or, or even on the right, like, th- like, he's much better on the left. There's no doubt about that. But, yeah, time will do his job, but you're never ever going to get. 17 they're not even 16 games a season you're not even going to get that from Tyron anymore like his body can't do it anymore and it's yeah. been like that for the past what six seven seasons now he's missed games yeah. so and now it's a 17 game a season so yeah. it's the, the chances of, like he's basically coming in now as more of the like support role i think which is I'm sad to see, in a way, because I want Tyron to go there and ball out, as always. But I think he's kind of in that process where, yeah, my body's starting to slow down bit. I'm not healing up as quick. I'm just going to do my best and try and chip in when I can, type of thing. But the other part of this article I want to bring up as well um, that uh, Nick Harris mentioned was obviously about uh, Chuma Odoga. Uh, the other um, offensive lineman that we brought in as well. So he's been talking and uh, he's just went out and said, I am just ready to play wherever the coaches put me, whether it's a guard or tackle. Right now, it's early in the process, so I'm just accepting my role. I'm playing wherever I need to play. So he's definitely going to be that guy who's going to drop in and drop, I think. So I think you're going to see Aduga all across the offensive line pretty much. Like to help cover, like cover for reps at guard, or give some reps for Sack Martin to take a breather or whatever and that. So that's quite interesting as well. But but going back to like Sephornia though, um him at center was a wee bit of a underwhelming overwhelming experience for him. I think now that Bayadish is there, now we've got Tyler Smith over on beside him, he can grow with that and hopefully with our new offensive lineman coach get the better technique and get more of, get, and the one thing I can have, I'm more worried about the most is obviously his size, for, he's a wee quite, I think he's quite un, under the weight for being a guard Like, but depends on what you're trying to do if it's under this West Coast offense, it could be more of a blessing in disguise, the more athletic style type of yeah. offensive lineman
1: a little leaner, a little easier, maybe a little yeah. faster. Easy, easier then. to move
2: about, music, easier, easier to like do like uh, pulls and uh pull out to the side like like and just yeah and get upfield to cover uh, run the blocks for like, so, like move upfield to the secondary type of things. So that that could be more more of a blessing when it comes to the run block inside of things.
1: Yeah and you know given given the news about him and then you know looking at Terrence Steele um, and, you know, they're, you know, still talking about him making his way back in. Um, you have Gallup who's feeling hundred percent. You have, um, Tony Pollard who is taking reps, you know, obviously they're, they're more like walkthroughs here at this, the practice at this juncture right now, but looking at the way like nature is healing here, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about like, is this the best the Cowboys have looked in recent history? What are your thoughts on that?
2: Uh, minus the injuries, um, possibly, um, I'm not gonna say definitively. Like, I is it's, it's hard to say because we've not seen them play yet as this right. new team. So I don't think we can really fully expect to put. Uh, say, oh yeah, when you look at the roster, it should it should be right. a better team. Or so plus I said, well, hold on a minute, like it's hard to we, we don't know what the rookies are capable of. We don't know what if the you just is.
1: look at the paper. Yeah, I think it is. Pretty clear that they've made improvements from last year.
2: Oh, absolutely. Especially on the defensive side of the ball, 100%. Offensive side. Yeah. Well, you got to yeah. give them a little credit. I know, but I would say the majority on defense, they've improved yeah. a lot, especially in the, the defensive tackle position, bringing Mazzy Smith in. That is a big bonus. But going back you to have, the offense. You
1: got Hankins back to those two big boys. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah,
2: and- yeah, exactly. Okay. I've, I've, thank you for adding that as well, there, mate. Yeah. But uh, in terms of um offense you've got Brandon Cooks in you've got like a so, uh, Luke Shoemaker coming in, you've got the development of Jake Ferguson. Like the only question is obviously we just kind of briefly mentioned is what is the strength of the offensive line. That's the that's why I'm kind of saying defense I would say they're more better overall compared to our offense, but they have improved, but I think with losing seek it kind of decreases it that little bit as well.
1: Yeah, I can see that being a reason why you would be a little concerned. Um, I am interested. I'm, I'm. you know, we're always thinking ahead, just like getting to training camp. I'm so yeah. interested, like, how, um, how the, you know, real running backs coach is, how they practice together, what kind of their game plan. You're not really going to see the game plan, game plan, because you know your boy, Mike McCarthy, loves to hide things. But, you know, maybe you just see, like, some progress there like just gives you a little less worry after you know losing Zeke there um I know some people don't care but I do so we'll see
2: (laughs) definitely and not to mention so when we were just talking about defensive tackle don't forget we've got a former (laughs) offensive lineman now playing defensive tackle as well Isaac Arakon as well he's now moved to that position as well
1: maybe maybe they're moving him over there to see how it works. We'll see if yeah, he <laughs> ends I, up being that's, that's the
2: thing I'm most excited about pre seasons to see how yeah. Abercorn does. I really am.
1: Well, and did you see that Bobby Belt had talked about how they've been practicing Kelvin Joseph over um, in safety and in nickel?
2: I didn't see that, actually. Hmm, interesting. Yeah,
1: there, Dan Quinn refuses to be wrong. And you know what? Until it's proven that way, I am with him on that. Because you know he's been – he put his, like, fist on the table a little bit to get Calvin Joseph here. He's been believing in his – the that he could develop him, I should say. I wouldn't say in his progress because eh. – but he's believed in the fact that he could be able to develop this guy, and he's not giving up. He looks like he's trying to – Unless –
2: yeah, and that's the way a coach should be. It's like, if the yeah. guy's still putting in the work on the field, then you have every right to try and encourage them to become better. So Dan Quinn's doing his job. Like, he's being a coach. He wants to bring out the best of these players. Yeah. But but I think end of the day, it's up to Mike McCarthy and up to the, the front office to, to decide what they want to do with, like, Sir Kelvin Joseph as well. Like,
1: No, for sure. It, it'll be inter- interesting to see, like, with – isaac and with kelvin if they are you know because they obviously and it was a small sample size but you had izzy like looking great as a cornerback you know just kind of playing to their strengths and moving them around a little bit let's see if he can go two for three or three for three on positional moving guys around (laughs) yeah yeah man so a lot happened um Glad we got to chat about it with you guys. Is there anything else that you wanted to leave the people with?
2: I think we're good. So yeah, I think we're good for this Saturday. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we, we let it out in a short period of time because Paul is such a kind and benevolent um co host and my day has been absolute bananas. So
2: <laughs> uh you don't you don't have to tell them world what, what happened. It's all good.
1: I <laughs> um, but I do appreciate you guys tuning in listening and please discuss this with us you can find me at Meg Murray with four hours on Instagram and Twitter and Paul you are
2: I am Stu on Twitter and Instagram
1: perfecto we will have tons of stuff for you to read throughout the week at bloggingtheboys.com and be sure to rate review subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts we have something every day coming out at you at bloggingtheboys and uh, we'll see you next week
2: Dallas forever, belly for never. Don't <laughs> do.